Comic Book Characters is an uncensored podcast. Siendo un weekend a lo de Damián, tenía urgencia de hablar con el man. Caminé porque pinche mi van. You can follow the Comic Book Characters podcast on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Neil Before Pod. We're also on Twitter at Twitter handle CB Characters. And you can also email us at cbcharacters at gmail.com. MTV, así un spot de carefree, y un jingle de los Shinsley. Le dije a mí me gusta el rock, pero quedó en estado de shock. Cuando escribí en una hoja de blog, que era más fea que el señor Spock. Hey there, welcome to a new episode of Comic Book Characters. This week, we're going to talk about that awesome Star Wars trailer. It was also a big week for Captain America, as Cap was the subject of an entire segment on Fox News, and he's on the cover of a comic making out with a very well-known Marvel character. And if that wasn't enough, Anthony Mackie, the guy who plays Cap's partner in crime-fighting the Falcon, recently endorsed an unexpected political candidate. Uh, or did he? Finally, we'll talk about some comic book storylines and characters coming to a TV screen near you, and take another trip to beautiful, gorgeous Casting Corner. Thanks for listening, and welcome to a new episode of Comic Book Characters. Let's do it. Hey everyone out there in the comic book characters universe, this is your friendly neighborhood podcaster Alfred, and as always, I've got my amigo, my man in arms, brother in arms, I don't know. Man in arms. The, <laughs> the president and CEO of Snark Industries, the invincible, still invisible, Ignacio, how you doing, man? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't do the crowd noise. Um, doing well, man. Uh, excited to talk about uh, the biggest news that's hit us probably in our entire lifetimes, man. The Star Wars trailer. I don't... Yeah. That pretty much broke the internet. It literally broke the internet. It did what Kim Kardashian could not. Uh, you know, Chewbacca succeeded where Kardashian failed. Uh, Were you one of the people quick, that contributed to, like, Fandango's website going down? Yeah, I, actually, I was trying to get it through Alamo Drafthouse, but yeah. Oh. Um, I well, was, now everyone I knows where to see you, so if you guys want to go meet Al in person, Alamo <laughs> yeah. Drafthouse, opening I night. Will, I will look at you and shake my head at you with disdain if you come in person. Uh Actually, before we get into that, I just wanted to wish everyone real quick a happy Back to the Future Day. That's true. Though uh, this I'm this sh- podcast will probably not drop the day of, but right. I mean, I guess the feeling has been put out into the universe now. Yeah, the retroactively. So whenever you end up listening to this, just know that a couple of days ago, we were wishing you a happy Back to the Future I Day. I didn't realize this, know. but Back to the Future okay, did um, warn us about 9-11, uh, and I watched a video today that, I mean, made me a believer, dude. I'm pretty much convinced. I need point. to watch that video. I, I haven't had a chance yet. Um, uh, it's yeah, insane. It's like a documentary it's fuck, about 9-11 and Back insane, to the Future. But I, yeah. I, I recommend watching it anyway, because it's, 
It's something. It really is something. It looks like it's pretty entertaining. I got to watch like the first 30 seconds. For those that don't know, today, October 21st, 2015, is actually the day that Marty McFly goes to Into the Future and Back to the Future Part 2 when he arrives in Hill Valley. Uh, It's today. So, uh, you know, I think everyone that probably listens to this already knows that, but just in case you didn't. Um, But yeah, man, Star Wars. The actual, like self-tying laces shoes the futuristic shoes are actually now on sale you can get them in new york i think oh the nikes yeah nice you gonna get some uh i don't know i haven't i haven't you know i haven't decided yet if i was in new york i'd obviously probably make a make your brother go get them get ready yeah i probably should go get my brother to get them i mean that would be awesome i don't know i mean i'm I'm assuming this is going to be a big year for marty mcfly halloween costumes but Oh, that yeah. that really takes your Marty McFly Halloween costume up. up I mean, a you auto win every contest you would enter, right? If with you those can shoes, power lace your shoes. Like I feel like you almost can like kind of half-ass the rest of the costume. But if you got those shoes, like what do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all you need. That's here's the need. thing. Here's the thing about those shoes. Uh, obviously, this is the first generation version of those shoes. How long before somebody crushes their foot somehow <laughs> with the power laces? It's bound to happen. I can't wait. It's probably a, some guy from Florida, a Florida man. A there's, Florida there's, man yeah. will most likely be the one that. I hope I there's like some guy wearing those shoes on a hoverboard that just like eats it somewhere and like <laughs> and that just becomes like the greatest meme of all time. Oh man, that'd be so great. Uh, and then it just says where we're going, we don't need roads or something like that. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> but uh, but okay, so I actually can kind of tie this back into Star Wars. I saw a meme this morning. And it shows Marty holding the newspaper, and the meme says, Hey, Doc, can we stay here a little bit? It looks like the new Star Wars is coming out in December. <laughs> so so pulling it back to Star Wars, yeah, man, it is literally the event that broke the internet. Yes, I was a part of it. Yes, I have my tickets. I'm going at the ungodly hour of 9 a.m. on Friday. God damn it, just... dude. 9 a.m. That's going to be an interesting crowd. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I know, right? But you know, at the same time, a bunch of nerds who you know hadn't showered from the from the previous day. I think a lot of people are going to take that day off. To be honest, I think it's going to be one of those things. And um, you know, for anyone that didn't get tickets for the midnight premiere, uh, I'm looking forward to it. But whatever. Uh, let's talk about Star Wars. Let's talk about that trailer. Uh, yeah, that's right. It, hit, okay. it landed on uh, dropped. I'm sorry, I'm using the wrong terminology here. On Monday okay. during Monday Night Football. Because apparently there's a big crossover between football fans and nerds, um, but no, I mean I think Star Wars is one of those things that, that just has mass appeal. But anyway, uh, we got a little bit of a of a longer look into um, some of the characters, including what seems to be the protagonist, uh, which is the character Ray, uh, played by the actress. I don't actually have her name, but she has an English accent, and that is not. <laughs> me like giving you a green light to do a british accent uh my weebs nah damn it um couldn't couldn't my stop light that. Saber. <laughs> Any, anything else my, my, my force my force oh it's so bad uh anyway dude uh we get to see uh ray who's played by daisy ridley I um, just got that. Yeah, Daisy Ridley. Thank you. That took you for way too long. Uh, I was <laughs> sorry. <laughs> did not help me out at all. I had to fucking do it myself. Um, <laughs> she seems to be the protagonist. She seems to be almost in the in the Luke Skywalker role, if you will, from right. from the original 
right. Star Wars. This even the first her first line is like, "Oh, I'm a nobody." Like that that couldn't be more Luke Skywalker, right? It's like right. Uh, just this complete afterthought of a person who all of a sudden is probably going to be tasked with like saving the universe at some point. She's just a small town girl living right. in a lonely world. <laughs> We're off to a rock and start today. Uh, and then we also see a little bit more of Finn who um, sent, yeah. you know, the internet uh, on fire a couple months ago because apparently yeah, <laughs> Star Wars is not allowed to have black stormtroopers. Right. Um we still don't know much about his storyline. I mean, it seems to be that maybe he's like a stormtrooper who becomes disillusioned. Yeah. Either that or he like infiltrates. The... It does look, you know, I wanted to speak to that because, we, you know, we've been kind of speculating for a month as to like, well, it, was he really a stormtrooper or did he infiltrate, you know, the uh, the rebel, the uh, rebel or the not the, the rebel, Empire. For, the uh, Empire forces. But it, based on the trailer, and I think they did a really good job with this trailer of kind of showing the thread of that character. In that you see him, you see like a TIE fighter get shot down and crash. And then you see him like take off his helmet and he's all like bewildered. So it looks like, yeah, he was a pilot for one of the TIE fighters, got shot down. He is a stormtrooper and he looks disillusioned. Exactly like what you said. Yeah. A really, really nice tight narrative within the trailer, which uh, Hollywood's been really bad at lately. So I'm glad that they were able to put this together like that because it seems like they're really showing you um kind of the narrative of the story but not too much you know like not giving away too much it kind of reminds me that's a really good point actually like this and you're totally right it's something hollywood does not do very well but considering all Mm -hmm. of the footage that we have seen like i still don't really know what this movie's about and i think that's a good thing oh yeah it it reminded me of uh, the apollo creed movie that's coming out uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, because that trailer kind of works the same way. Like it gives you a little bit, shows you a narrative, but but doesn't give you too much. So. See, but I think with Creed, I, I pretty much know. Yeah, I have I have a, a certain expectation of how that's going to play out with Star yeah, Wars. It's, it's gonna be. I rocky. mean, yeah, you're still going to have your good guys and your bad guys, and you 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 know where certain guys where their allegiance allegiance and gals lie, uh, and gals. Some of them we still don't really know. Um, yeah, and we don't really know a whole lot about the villain. Um, Kylo Ren, um, right? Who is all we we do get a little bit more about him in this trailer, where you see him basically saying, you know, he's going to avenge Darth Vader's death. Um, Kylo Ren, played by Adam Driver, who uh, is one of the stars of the the HBO show Girls, which I actually (laughs) I like that show. I'm not so big into the latest seasons, but he's awesome on that show, and it's kind of funny like picturing him as like the villain in star Wars. Cause he's such a weirdo in girls, but he's a good actor. And, um, even in the scenes where you see him talking and it's obviously clearly enhanced, or I don't know how you would, it's almost like hearing someone speaking like auto tune. So it's not really his voice, but it is, um, he's got a lot of power and presence. So I, I, I think he's going to be very, very too. reminiscent of Darth Vader. I very think. reminiscent and of Darth Vader. Very, a lot um, of, pre- a lot of, what, what do right. we know about Kylo Ren at this point? Not not a whole lot. Uh, there's this there's this there's a small short scene uh, that we see in the trailer, where it's Kylo Ren he's surrounded by a bunch of guys that kind of look like him, and those are supposed to be I believe the Knights of Ren, and mm. he kind of has a following, right? Of the like this order of this following of, of people that 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 kind of uh, almost like a you know like a church type thing. 
uh, or like a religion. And, uh, you know, other than that, there's, there's not a whole lot out there yet. Um, <laughs> you know, I actually saw something really, really funny on the Internet earlier today that literally made me do a spit take. And it was a it was a little meme involving Kylo Ren. It's just a, it's just text, but it said final shot of the Force Awakens. Kylo Ren holds burnt Vader helmet, removes his own. Two fish ears plop out. Misa gonna avenge you, Annie. <laughs> like it's That's, like it's Jar Jar. That was, <laughs> that was a great Jar Jar, and that would Thank be you. the most epic ending, the most epic troll of all time, if that's how they ended it. I would, <laughs> I would stand up and clap so hard. The next shot should just be J.J. Abrams like flicking off the camera. Like, two <laughs> middle fingers. Oh right man, what if face. he flicked them off and they did like the Star Trek Vulcan "Live Long and Prosper" symbol? Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, like he turns heel, like like he's yeah. actually on the stuff. Oh man. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the trailer, the trailer does look great. All the special effects look good. Um, I love the the parts with. Uh, with Harrison Ford, um, they show what, a little bit of Carrie Fisher. What do you think about that line where he says, it's true, all of it. He's like, the dark side, the Jedi, they're real. Like, what do you think? Like, maybe this is a dumb question, but like, what happened I, between the end I, of <laughs> Return of the Jedi and now where like, yeah. somehow that's like not common knowledge or like well i think what maybe it is they don't teach it in the textbooks you know it's right right it, it's been 30 years or give or take right so i think what he's saying is and by this point maybe maybe the younger people don't really understand how they how their world came to be you know with the rebels fighting and whatnot and maybe you know obviously all the, most of the jedis should have been killed off at this point i think you know that luke skywalker was the last one once yoda died yeah so the and, and Darth Vader died, and he was like the last guy with with the Force that was, uh, you know, on the dark side. So you know, you go thirty years without this stuff kind of existing in that universe. There's probably a lot of hearsay and mythology, but not a lot of concrete information a, as time goes on. And that's probably, I, I imagine, that's probably what he's talking about. Right. We also have yet to see Luke Skywalker, so it's not you know entirely. <clears throat> I imagine he's going to show up and be a part of this movie, but it's not mm -hmm. its not a sure thing, I guess. Yeah, no, he's hes in it. Uh, there's it, there's it been be speculation. Could it just be voice? Yeah, it could be just his voice. Yeah, he's a voice actor, so you could definitely do that. <laughs> there there are there are rumors. Uh, I, this isn't really a spoiler because it's a rumor. You know, I don't really know. But a few things I've heard uh, realistically is that maybe uh, it turns out that Luke Skywalker is Kylo Red. Oh, how insane Somehow. would that be? Like, you know, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I will say the one thing, this will be the last thing I'm going to say on the trailer. Uh, my favorite part is when they show a real quick scene of, uh, of, uh, John Boyega, who, yeah. I, Finn, Finn, uh, he pulls out a lightsaber. I think it's Luke's oh, yeah. maybe cause it's a blue lightsaber and he's like in the forest and then you, you see his face and then the way the camera is, you see the back of Kylo Ren, he busts out his badass lightsaber <laughs> and it just looks like man finn is not going to make it out of this uh in in a whole in whole piece you he know? looks like he's stumbling piece. backwards while kylo yeah. ren is coming at him full force so like he like kylo ren looks super intimidating there like he <laughs> he's about to do some bad stuff he's moving so. with with purpose like he's not <laughs> yeah. you know hesitating and i mean i don't i don't know much about finn but um, i mean 
I don't know how big of a role he's gonna have in this movie, but <laughs> that doesn't look promising. Like that that might be the end of Finn right there. Uh it looks yeah. like he's about to die. <laughs> yeah, it, it does not look good. And he looks really isolated too, so it looks like there the chances of someone coming out and saving him or you know Yeah. And I mean we're talking slim. about a guy who's a stormtrooper. Though I mean it is funny at one point in the trailer. When they say Jedi's, they show Boyega. He's the guy in the frame. Oh, um, nice. I, I didn't I mean, pick up on that. So unless he's unless he actually is a Jedi, he's he's about to die, dude. I, I don't think he's gonna. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna survive that. Oh, R.I.P. Finn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, dude, Was there uh, any- the movie. I mean, it looks it looks great, and I you know I've said this to you before. You know, you can't mm-hmm. you can't get too excited about trailer or at least i can't you know i and why is that spider-man 3 Ignacio? taught me yeah, a big okay. lesson mm. uh, spider-man 3 i still think is a fantastic trailer it's a it's a great two and a half minutes to spend um you can even watch it now and i'm sure it holds up but as a movie it was a, a massive failure um and so i i guess i just don't want to jump to to any conclusions but definitely everything that i've read about this and seen about this looks like a return to what made you know the first Star Wars movies great, and uh, anyway, I'm looking forward to it. I'm obviously not alone. This thing looks like it's probably going to break every box office record ever. Yeah, uh, it looks it looks crazy. Well, you know, and the cool thing is, we'll know in just a, a matter of a couple of months, really. So, you, you know, think it'll be here before you know being, it. Being part of Disney is going to affect this at all? Do you think it's going to be too? friendly well you know there was a report and I, I actually didn't ever get to see if it was confirmed or not but there was a report that uh jj abrams had final edit on the film yeah and that disney was going to kind of be hands off with it uh and i mean and this, that, the original star wars movies are probably all pg anyway right or pg-13 yeah i think P, yeah pg pg-13 at the most uh, they're definitely not rated r yeah um I mean, I think, again, it's hard to tell from just the trailer, but there is a lot of action, a lot of space battles, uh, a lot of hand-to-hand kind of fighting. So I think, you know, even if they're not necessarily necessarily the darkest films, you know, or this isn't necessarily the darkest film, I think it's going to hold up just fine in terms of, like, entertainment and excitement and sort of adult themes. You know, I don't... I don't know. Uh, I'm not really that concerned about that, to be honest. I we don't also think haven't Disney's mentioned gonna... that, that Princess Leia's in the trailer, and you see her with Han uh, hugging. I think her. it's Han. It might be Han. Well, maybe it's it kind of hard Han. to tell. Okay. Gonna... But you know what I kind of liked about that, and a lot of people have been talking about it on the internet real quick, uh, is that she looks her age. She looks like... Yeah, and I saw someone post about that, too, um, just because that's not typical not of very, Hollywood. Not do. very common, yeah. <laughs> like, they're... Uh, <laughs> Like, I'm surprised it's not Sandra Bullock playing Princess Leia or something. <laughs> right. And, like, they still would try to make Sandra Bullock look even younger than she is. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, they'd throw some CGI budget in her, at, yeah. at her character. Um, yeah, so that that's really cool. She looks, like, just like, you know, like a, like a grandmother-type age person. And, uh, you know, I'm sure she's going to be great in it. Like I said, it's hard to tell. Pretty excited, though. I think we're all excited. Uh, we'll know in a couple of months. Yeah, man. Anything else you want to add about the Star Wars thing, or should we move on? No, I think we can move on. I, I don't have anything. All right. So um, <laughs> we went from... Well, we, we talked about Finn being someone who, you know, is... 
kind of demoralized and moves away from potentially, you know, the evil empire as a stormtrooper and joins the good guys. Mm -hmm. We may have something similar in the Marvel comic universe as Captain America in the first issue. You don't say. How's this for a fucking segue, by the way? Um, Yeah, I like it. Decides to, even though I'm not going to, you know, I don't want to put the U.S. government in the same as the evil empire in the same category as the evil empire but i mean he decides that he's going to be his own man he's not going to be just a mouthpiece for the u.s government anymore and there's certain things about you know american society and culture that he has takes issue with so he's going to kind of be his own man um seems somewhat maybe not completely innocuous but like you know not that big of a deal obviously captain america's had uh, um you know storylines in the past that are very politically flavored, politically driven you know? yeah. Uh, yeah but this did not sit well with fox news uh not that surprisingly uh on fox <laughs> and friends this actually ended up being a topic of conversation for an entire segment and instead of trying to recap what these people talked about i figured why not just play it i just play that it sounds like a great idea for you the got that queued characters up? listeners um uh, it's about a little less than two minutes, so let's just play it. We're going to jump in about 30 seconds in where they're talking about Captain America's new uh, villains in this new comic, so I'll go ahead and play that now. He's, a, he's, a, uh, he's an African-American. He's taking over as Captain America now, but he's got a new odd enemy. Instead of uh, going against Hydra and the typical Captain America villains, he's going up against conservatives. That's his new enemy. And uh, here's a quote from the book of the series. Attention, all trespassers. I am the supreme serpent. By invading this sovereign land, you defy the laws of God, nature, and the United States Constitution. Therefore, I hereby apprehend you by the power vested in me by the aforementioned God, nature, etc., etc. So who is this serpent? Is this serpent an Islamic extremism, an ISIS member bent on destroying Western civilization? No. The serpent is an American who has misgivings about unlimited illegal immigration and the costs associated with it. Right. And that, according to the comic book, is evil. Right. So these serpents are stopping people from coming over the border. And Captain America is saying, uh-uh, that's not going to happen on my watch. I'm uh-uh. Captain America. Here's what the comic book goes on to say. Oh, I believe you, sir. I can see you have enough trouble with you already. Trouble and disease and crime weigh heavy on your backs. Interesting. Um, An interesting discussion around the idea of disease and and rapists and everything else. But the whole theme is the same, which is out there in the middle of the country between Malibu and Georgetown, everyone is an ignorant, snake-handling bigot, and they need to be held in place or else they'll turn this into Nazi Germany. It's like the people who run this country, a lot of them actually believe that. I I live near them. They They really think that. They should do a comic book on the opposite with uh, the people who are working the border to keep us safe. What about the back in the day when these comic books, Captain America used to be punched Hitler in the face. Yeah. That was the front page I of a like Captain that. America comic book back during World War and II. And now the threat comes from ordinary Americans. Yeah. Probably some of you watching at home. They think you're dangerous. Keep politics out of comic books. That's what I say. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> uh, by the way, would you do you want to sign? You want to get in on that uh, comic that they suggested of you know the superheroes keeping immigrants from getting into the United States. Do you think that's a good, yeah, uh, we could, they could just, they could just form a new team called the border patrol. Oh, dude, probably. we're on something there. That sounds good. Uh, I have a feeling one of the guys, his power could be, he could be a uh, code name, the wall. And he just, he just, <laughs> just extends his body left and right. Like it just, 
fans out. Yeah. Uh, but his only weakness is if enough people, like, push up against him, he gets tickled. And he, like, starts laughing, you know? I, I didn't know. actually, like, it, I thought that clip was confusing. Because at one point when they when they go to the, they start talking about, like, the disease and something weigh heavily on your backs or something like that. I don't yeah. know where that comes from. I, got, I didn't actually, like look into it enough to and find then, out. But and that, that doesn't other, seem like something and, Captain America would say. But I and, then, and then one of the commentators somehow takes that and he goes, rapist. I'm like, yeah. wait, what? <laughs> what? Uh, wait, what? Why, dude? Trigger. Like, why are you throwing out buzzwords for no reason? Like, there was nobody had mentioned that yet to that point. Like, it had not even... There was, was no not talk a, a topic of, of discussion. I think yeah, it was like he just... Um, was probably thinking about Donald Trump, and that, that's what made him think of. I'm sure that's what it is. Uh, possibly, possibly. Well, uh, you know, my favorite thing with that is at the very end, uh, one of the correspondents or whatever, uh, she says, keep politics out of comic books. It's like... Oh, yeah. And we've talked about this before, actually, about how one of the greatest virtues of comic books is because of their timeliness in which they're written and distributed, they're able to reflect society in a way that a lot of other literature is not. Yeah, and I mean, it shows a complete mis- like understanding of what comics are. I mean, yes, yeah. there are comics that are marketed exclusively to kids and don't deal with this kind of stuff, but comics, you know, even the mainstream stuff have dealt with political issues of the time since they started since the very beginning so uh it's it's very much part of the comic culture um and only someone who really has never experienced it or really doesn't know much about it would say something like that Uh, yeah and and that's okay i'm not you know everyone doesn't have to be a fan of comic books or read them or anything Uh, but if you're gonna go on on television and have a debate about it You, you might want to do a little research. By the way, it didn't uh, take me long to, to figure this out, but apparently it's the serpent commander who who says the line about, um, you have enough trouble with you already. Trouble and disease and crime weigh heavy on your backs. This was not Captain America saying that. Oh, um, uh, okay. Which they made it seem like in the clip. They did make it seem like it was Captain America that was saying it. Yeah, because um, uh, I think Tucker Carlson even started talking about how he thought that they, you know, that was a description of the American people, which it clearly is not in the comics. So even in this incredibly dumb conversation, uh, they didn't quite get the facts right. So not surprising. It is Fox not News. Surprising. But yeah. um, I guess we can talk a little bit about uh, what we think about um, the idea of doing this with Captain America. Um, I mean, I am kind of uh, uh, <laughs> part of me was kind of surprised that like they didn't make a connection here with with Obama because like, you know, all of a sudden we do have a black Captain America. Right. And, you know, I thought they could have very easily made the connection of like, oh, you know, he's just he must be a socialist like our president is or something like that. Right. But they kind right. of re- refrain from doing that. So uh, you hear that, Fox News? Ignacio is ready to become an executive producer. I'm ready on to your go, Fox guys. And Friends I show. got some great ideas. He's got great ideas. Um, uh, but no, I mean, better. Captain America in the comics is moving away from the U.S. government. He's moving away from S.H.I.E.L.D. He's kind of mm-hmm. becoming his own man. And from what I've seen from the from the first issue, you know, he's talking about a lot of a lot of things that are going on in this country now. Inequality, um, you know, in- income inequality. And, um, you know, I think even addressing, you know, a lot of the, the riots that we've had recently. Right. Um, so, hey, I... I, I think all that stuff is always great when you see that stuff appear in the comics. So I here, say here, 
I'm, I'm all ahead, for sorry. it. But anyway, yeah, and, and here's the thing. Uh, the, if you know the history of Captain America as a character, uh, they've done these kind of storylines with Steve Rogers as yeah. Captain America before, where where he was disillusioned with the government or, or the direction in which the country was going in some capacity, and he took arms with it. You know, or He tried to fight for the people. So this is, as a th- as thematically, this is not new. Um, no, and actually in reading about this, I was reading about, this, uh, I guess, a storyline in the 70s where mm-hmm. they had a, a character basic. I don't think he was actually named Richard Nixon, but was essentially Richard Nixon who was like part of some secret group to try to take over the country. So Right. Um, yeah, there there've always been and especially with Captain America, there've been a lot of storylines in the past that were, you know, they were political, socially driven storylines. And uh like I said, I think this is a great direction for the comic. Um you know, I kind of feel like maybe Black Panther is going to uh with Tanahasi Coates is going to also maybe go in that direction. We'll see. I wonder what Fox News and Friends, Fox and Friends is going to say about that if they even get around to it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, kudos to Marvel. I mean, they're not they're not inventing reinventing the wheel or anything. Uh, Batman: The Dark Knight Returns also had a lot of um, kind of political themes in it, and it's it's regarded as one of the greatest comic book stories of all time. So um, uh, I, I can't wait till Marvel figures out who the new Miss. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I can't wait until Fox figures out who the new Miss Marvel is. By the way. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Oh man, yeah, um, uh, yeah. But anyway, so the, uh, yeah. Uh, but that yeah, was the not other the only is... Captain America news. In yeah. fact, there was quite a bit of it. Quite a um, bit. And we'll, a busy we'll stay guy. in the we'll stay in the comic book realm for now. Okay. Um, and the news related to Captain America from last week was that in I guess an upcoming issue, the cover of the issue is going to show Captain America, who's also you know obviously not. Um, Steve Rogers, he's he's the Falcon. He's um, Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson uh, on the cover, kissing Thor, who is now female. Who's now female, right? Um, that's interesting. We but don't is really also know white. what's going on there. But what are your thoughts on that? That <laughs> might also make people mad. I think it okay. Has. So here here's my take on that. I'm curious as to what is the situation that that put them there to where they're kissing. Yeah. But that's pretty much where my curiosity starts and ends. The fact that it's a black man kissing a white woman really should not matter at this point. If you have trouble with that in the year 2015, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Do you think it would still be an issue if, if it was Steve Rogers? No. Really? I Yeah. No, I don't think so. And, and that's that kind of goes to show you that as far as we've come and you know, our country seems to be getting more progressive by the day, uh, more accepting of people in situations. But that that really should not be a problem at this point. I almost wonder, like, what would cause more of an uproar at this point? Uh, Sam Wilson, Captain America, kissing Thor, uh, uh, female Thor. I mean, it's just Thor, but she's it's female. Or Sam Wilson, Captain America, kissing Thor... And it's it's the male version of Thor. Oh, that well, that that would definitely be a bigger deal. That, well, you think clearly. so? Because I mean, they haven't. I mean, Marvel. There's really no comic book company has made a a queer character who was as big as Captain America or Thor. Yeah, that's it true. always tends the, to be kind of minor. The characters. balls in your court, Marvel. <laughs> it's 
so it could happen. Do you think, you think it's possible that like maybe they were just both flying and they just kind of like ran into each other, ran into each other, and like someone just snapped a shot right as that happened? Yeah, or maybe they did like in uh, Winter Soldier, like the movie where uh, maybe Hydra agents or or somebody's coming after uh, Captain America and he has to like cover really quick and so he kisses the war to yeah. to hide her to hide behind I don't know. her. I think I think my theory might might work. I mean, it kind of reminds me of well, that time fun. when you when you and I were walking down the streets in New York <laughs> and like we we kept this happened quite a few times where like we were just walking and yeah. like. The motion of our hands walking at one point, a couple times, we would like lock hands accidentally and then walk like a couple, you know, just a couple yeah. of, you know, maybe like a split yeah. second or two. A couple with, of steps? With our hands, you know, holding hands. And if someone like yeah. took a shot of us right then, they'd be like, oh, this, we'd look like a couple or something walking down the yeah, street. Yeah, it must have been really confusing to anybody that was a passerby because they'd be like, well, are they, are they a couple? Are they happy with one another or are they angry? Because it we, looks like we were barely holding hands. Because we're kind of holding hands and then not. Yeah. It's like so maybe they must that's be what's having happening. a tiff. Then, uh, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of questions <laughs> there. But anyway, that's that's interesting, and I'm sure we'll get even more reaction to that once it once it, uh, it hits the. Because uh, I don't think that you comics stand, come out yet. Right? No, it hasn't. Um, and uh, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but no, you know, uh, for that for that Captain America number one that Fox and Friends are talking about, I'm not saying that this should be the comic that we review every month but maybe what do you think about doing that one as kind of a special reading that one issue and kind of seeing what you know precisely what they're doing there with that character yeah. and in that story I'm down. i'll download okay. that right now and read it if you want oh. me to not well uh, not on the cast but yeah i'm not gonna do it right now because that would make for a yeah. weird show like this yep. if it was just you talking for the rest of the time but i will yeah. do that soon and yeah why don't we do that for next week we'll talk about okay we'll talk about uh, captain america one and I'll Done. go on a, you know, just political diatribe about why he's ruining nice. America. Um, we're not done with Captain America news yet. This one's not Captain done America yet. news Jace. Uh, but Anthony Mackie, who plays the Falcon in the Avengers movies, um, really co- caused quite an uproar and made me sad for about an entire day uh, when he was being interviewed for uh, a movie that he's working on. And I think it has something to do with, like, I don't even know, like some kind of maybe political campaigns. I'm not sure. Uh, I probably he's a he's wrong. a he plays a, a PR guy. That's what it is, a PR guy. Which is so, hil- like which is hilarious. The woman interviewing him, and he's probably doing like one of these press junkets where he's doing like 20 in a day or something. Asks him what he thinks about Donald Trump, and he answers it in basically um, from from the perspective of either the character in that movie or I guess whatever the movie's about PR, saying that Donald Trump is you know. He'd love to run his campaign because there's like so much you can do with him, and um, I forget what else he says, but it sounded like very, you know, he was he was sort of supportive, being, being supportive, uh, but it didn't seem like much. Like the, if they had dropped it there, I, I wouldn't have even given it much notice. It would have been like, okay, I mean, he was obviously answering it kind of in character, uh, but then the interviewer like kind of pushes him on it, and she's like, well, wait, are you do you endorse Trump? And uh, Mackie goes, he says yes, basically. And he's like, yeah, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. Which is really hard to like, I mean, I don't know if there's like, if that's open to interpretation. That seems kind of like, like you're saying you support the guy. Seems Uh, seems pretty forthright, yeah. There didn't seem much to be much wiggle room there. But uh, Mackie the next day tweeted out, uh, no, I don't actually endorse Trump. And then I was like, you know, huge sigh of relief. Uh, Anyway, dude. 
I guess it's a non-story at this point, but um, would, it have, would it have affected your enjoyment of the Falcon and the Avengers going forward, knowing that Mackie is a... And Mackie, Mackie's a guy that I've like really defended a lot on this show. Like, Cut I, the I, check! Yeah, I love the guy. I think he's really talented, and I think he's great in the Avengers. He's a great what, actor. He's charismatic as hell. Yeah. Would it have affected um, your... Uh, honestly, you have been yes. Man? Well, you're Team Iron yeah. Man anyway, but... Uh, what, wait, what? Whoa, whoa, sir, whoa. I'm going to stop talking. Put, okay, putting words in my mouth, my friend. Well, you're um, Team Iron Man in the... Civil War, aren't you? Um, I don't know yet. Well, but your boy. Oh, I see, because you're going to switch once Spider-Man goes to Team Captain America. <laughs> I see what you're doing. Okay, so here's the thing. Normally, I think actors, musicians, whoever, they, they can support whoever they want. And you should be able to still appreciate their art um, separate from that. However, supporting Donald Trump uh, is is such a so far f- removed from what I what my personal belief system is sort of structured around that it would be it would be bothersome and it would kind of detract from my enjoyment of Mackie uh, on screen and his character as the Falcon. Uh, just because Donald Trump is like insane, and <laughs> it's like I, I don't know, like if if you know, it's like if you have a friend who has a, a bunch of other friends and they're all really shitty, like they have a bunch of shitty friends. It kind of like makes you look at your friend in a different way. Like, oh, totally huh? Yeah. Are you okay? Like, why yeah. do you have so many terrible people in your life? It's kind of like that. Um, that being said, I think this is what happened. I think. You know, it's again press junket. Th- these kinds of stories always come up with these press junkets. And for those that don't know, a little behind the scenes, the way these things work is you get these actors, uh, directors, writers, whatever. They they get it put in a room for like twelve hours, <laughs> and they just have journalist after journalist after journalist just just one after another bombarding them with like the same ten questions. Yeah, yeah, they have to answer the same all day over and it's, over again. It's insane, and any human would just like break mentally from it i imagine um and so that's why these stories always come out of these press junkets um i think mackie was probably i don't know i I wouldn't go far to say he might be open to the idea of some of what trump says maybe he agrees with some of trump's stuff i don't think he meant to come off as like wholeheartedly supportive at the same time what i think happened is his pr guy guy or girl like was like no 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 you can't do that <laughs> put out a tweet back off of it and then that's what happened so who knows where Mackie's heart really lies at this point it's a good point dude and i i i mean i'm happy that he actually like you know walked this back a bit but it, it's there's still part of me that's like huh i don't really know what to believe at this point like, <laughs> it's is, a little... is he kind of protecting his his uh reputation a bit or like does mm-hmm. he actually was he actually just joking and it was like a joke that didn't work? He did say something like, yeah. I guess that joke didn't work or something like that. Yeah, I, I could see it go both ways. I mean, and the thing is, with these press junkets, again, they, you get such a mental fatigue that uh, something that you think is funny. I'm guilty of doing this all the time. I, I, I say something that I think is hilarious, and then people take it the wrong way. So yeah. so in that sense, I, I feel Mackie's pain. Um, <laughs> That's really... <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess you are a bit like Mackie. Um, yeah. All right, dude. I think we need to move on because we, yep. we got a couple other things we want to talk about this week. Do you want to? Yeah. 
Yeah, I'll take the you lead on the next this one. one? Yeah. Oh, let's stretch. Yeah. Okay, so earlier we had talked about um, Fantastic Four and the X-Men, Marvel and Fox kind of talking, working out a deal where, you know, Fox wants to do some Marvel television shows involving X-Men characters, and in return they would give Fantastic Four over to Marvel Studios to do, you know, whatever they wanted with. And, and that's a done, that seems like that's a done deal. Fantastic Four is going to be going back to Marvel in the year 2020. I suspect that uh, one of the three, there's three future dates set for untitled Marvel projects uh, coming out in, I think, 2018, 2019, and 2020. And I have a feeling one of them is going to be Fantastic Four related. Uh, we could probably get into that a little bit uh, later in a future podcast as we get more news. But as of right now, the important thing is not to bury the lead. Uh, Fox is going to be developing two, not one, but two television shows uh, involving X-Men characters. Uh, and it's going to be Hellfire Club, which were featured in X-Men First Class. It's basically like an evil X-Men team. Um, they're villains, or at least anti-heroes. Um, more in kind of line with Magneto's thoughts of mutants and humans should be separate. And then the other, the other one is a really odd choice to me. It's going to be a TV show based around the character Legion, which is the son of Charles Xavier, Professor X. Uh, that's a really odd choice to me uh, <laughs> to do a show because I don't think a lot of people know who that character is. And uh, I'm really not sure what they're going to do with it. Yeah, I, don't I think know. the Hellfire. I think yeah. the Hellfire Club one sounds cool, though. I only like really know Emma Frost from the Hellfire Club. Yeah, it's it's I mean it's a prominent group of people within the X-Men universe, but like a lot of the characters are not that well known. There's like Toad and Black Tom. There's a guy named Black Tom. <laughs> Just realized how ridiculous that is. Uh Emma Frost, of course, uh which is the White Queen. Um I mean that I think that could do really well as a show depending on how they write it. It's, it'll be interesting to see who they cast. I'm really curious about that Legion thing. I mean, I know you don't you're not that familiar with the character just on its on its face. If I told you they're making a show about the mutant son of Charles Xavier, what is your interest factor on a scale of 1 to 10? <laughs> be honest. Fuck, dude. That's not a number. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not interested. Zero? Yeah. Is it zero? Wow. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I guess I just need more. I need more than that. I, I think, I mean, I just think if Fox like, gave up Fantastic Four, which they were bearing into the ground anyway, uh, but Fantastic Four is still like a really big property. It's something that Marvel Studios has been wanting for years and years and years. So you finally give it to them, and in return, you're gonna you're gonna make Legion the TV show. I just I don't know, man. I feel like they could have made an X Force TV show or a, like a Kitty Pride TV show. Kitty Pride would be cool. Kitty Pride would be amazing. Maybe they just went with even... the characters that they knew that they could do on with like a small budget. Yeah, right. Because it's you like know, you don't need is... like major special effects to show like the son of. A professor x just thinking like, a lot just, yeah just and like the hellfire club about. you just need like you know some ruffles <laughs> right some some goblets yeah some some chalices uh yeah so i thought that was kind of weird um not the two projects that i would have chose chosen uh getting you know giving up fantastic four for but 
uh, yeah, that's so. That, I mean, that, that's pretty much it. We'll know more as that goes along. I will um, say that, like, in sides. the entire comic book universe, where you have actual comics, you have movies, and then you have TV shows. Um, mm-hmm. With the exception of TV shows on Netflix, like network TV shows are at the bottom of of the the spectrum for me as far as interest. Well, see, that's the thing. I know you don't watch Flash or Arrow. Flash is really good. I know. I I don't know how I'm going to get you to watch that show, but I keep it is Flash actually is really. really you told me it's really that enjoyable. Green Arrow was better, and I think you're the only person who's ever told me that. No, I, if I said that, I'm backing off of that because okay, I think you are. Flash okay, is good. better. We got you on. I think now. Flash is better. Uh, I, I think it's just a more accessible show. I think the casting is a little better and the and the acting is a little better. But I still like Arrow or Green Arrow, whatever it's called now. But um, Flash is the best of that group, and I like it more than Shield. I like Shield too. I mean, I'm a I'm like a fanboy, you know. I like all these shows to some extent, but um, but Flash is the best one. If you're gonna watch one, you should probably watch that one. Um, but uh, yeah, that that's pretty much it. I, I don't really know that there's a whole lot of news surrounding that that deal. I just thought it was weird that those were the two projects that are being developed. Well, there is um, another show that's going to be coming to, to TVs near you. Mm-hmm. And this one, even though I haven't read the comic, I'm actually more excited about. But I'm going to let you talk about it because you actually did read the comic and I know you're a huge fan. And of course, yeah. we're talking about why The Last Man. Um, you were reading this actually when I met you, I believe. Um, yeah. Yeah. You were really into it, um, and I just never got around to reading it. Um, and I, I, I want to now, um, especially with the show coming out. Though I guess I would potentially be spoiling it for myself, but I'm going to spoil it either way, I guess. Um, but anyway, dude, what do you think about that? And and what do you think about what we know so far about you know the people behind it? Yeah, uh, it's being developed for FX. So right off the bat, you know, it's not network television. It's Fox, a cable channel, but so. you know, can get away with more. You can get away with more. And if you ever, like, I wasn't a big fan of the show, The Shield, but, I, you know, if they take a similar tone in terms of, a lot of kind of a gritty shield, darkness. was that? A lot of people love The Shield. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I, it's not so much even whether I like it or don't like it, but in terms of, like, that tone for that show and what they could get away with on FX, if you, if you apply that kind of... Uh, set up for why the last man i think it'll work great i think that's a good network for it i would have loved to have seen it on amc actually to be honest Uh, a walking dead followed by why the last man kind of one two punch would have probably been amazing yeah um i think they're doing preacher over at amc so if they end up slotting preacher after walking dead that would be smart of them as well uh I'm a huge fan of the comic series. It's a self-contained comic series. So what that means is, you know, I think there's like 60 or 70 issues. That's it. That's the whole story. It's not a continuous thing where they reboot the characters every couple of years and all that. It's just one story. Uh, it's it's just real quickly the synopsis is that uh, one day all the males of every species on planet Earth die. Except for one guy and his male monkey, Ampersand. <laughs> And it's the story of what that world looks like. Why is he the only one left? What is he going to do? You know, how do you start over? Like, all all these questions come up. It's really, really well written. It's done by Brian K. Vaughn. There is one issue towards the back end of that series that when I read it, I'm not joking, and a mutual friend of ours, Alex Bosquez, was there when I read this comic. I read it. 
and I literally like screamed out loud, <laughs> like no, 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 like just it really hit home, like it really hit me hard, uh, which is which is a great uh, a testament to the great writing and character development of that series. So if they do anything close to that on the TV show, I imagine it's going to be an hour long drama. If they try to do this as a thirty minute show, I think it will fail. Did, did I read it right that Seth Rogen's going to be involved in this somehow, or is that Preacher? I th- I, th- I think it's Preacher um, that, that he's producing. But I th- I want to say Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I could be wrong, so don't don't quote me on this. But Joseph Gordon-Levitt might be uh, e- EPing, executive producing on Why the Last Man. So something to do with uh, it. Being a, a big fan of the comic, um, if you had to do a little fantasy booking, who would you... Ah, to cast? Who would you cast? Man. That's a good question. So, um, there's a character by the name, I think her name is, it's been a while since I've read it, but I believe it's 355. Her name is actually, she's Agent 355. Yep. Um, honestly, uh, this isn't going to happen, but I think Rosario Dawson would have been perfect You're, in this I'm, role. <laughs> Are you only saying that because Rosario Dawson is scheduled to appear later in the show no in this episode? no okay no 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 i kind of laughed at myself because i realized that too but no she is who i would cast uh ampersand is a monkey so i don't know any monkey i guess any acting monkey you don't have a you know no preference as far as which uh, kind of monkey we're talking the, about the the third monkey from the planet of the apes oh uh, yeah he did pretty well or is it yeah. a she i don't know uh, i think it's a she but um they can always type against gender with that um <laughs> Uh, as for Yorick, uh, who's the, the, the main character, um, man, I don't know. It's okay, man. I put you on the spot there. You don't yeah, have to. Yeah, I'm just, say. I'm just trying to think. I, you'd have to get somebody relatively young. Um, I'm trying to think of, of, uh, yeah, no, no one's really coming to mind. Oh, you know who, who would probably be pretty good? I can't think of this guy's name. But he's in the Hunger Games, and he plays. Um, oh man, what the hell is not the his like, name? not the blonde guy. The not one who's not like the with like cat not or whatever. Pe- not Peter or Peta not Peta not the little blonde guy. Yeah, Peta sucks. Like, yeah, no, it's the other guy. His name is. <laughs> I almost want to say his name is like Yorick. It's not. <laughs> but he's he's like a taller guy. He's athletic. I, I, honestly, I really wish I could remember either the character's name or that guy's name, but that's the guy. I think that guy would be pretty good. Uh, I really all wish right. I could remember his name. That's fine. But, that's uh, good one. It's not important. Yeah, sorry. Um, all right. Well, that being said, so those are all the stuff that's in development for right now. But uh, how are you feeling, man? Are you feeling uh, Are you feeling a little cooped up? Yeah, you feel I wouldn't like mind getting out, getting out for a little bit. Getting out, going for a little drive, maybe? Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, sure. Yeah, well, where do you think we should go, though? Huh. Well, some place it's not too far, I guess. Yeah. Some place where we can maybe get some of I don't know the latest news of what's going yeah, on some, in the world. Get some news. Yeah. Where do you? Th- oh, do you I got it, maybe- dude. Hmm? Casting corner. Casting corner. Uh, <laughs> uh, welcome to Casting Corner. Um, this is your weekly installment of the biggest casting news in the world. Uh, this week, we are going to talk a little bit about some voice With acting the comic because filter, you. Of course. We, this has been well established on this show. You're a huge fan of voice acting. Um, I do love it. You know, you have your little Hall of Fame, I believe, in your room with Mark Hamill as the Joker, as one of your top five. Um, maybe oh, you'll great. add 
a new person to that list, and maybe that person will be Rosario Dawson because she's going to be playing Batgirl in the new Lego movie, uh, which means that Rosario Dawson is now going to be in two comic book properties, and neither one is, like, all that... Like, she's in Daredevil, but she doesn't play a superhero, and now she's going to be in this Lego movie, which is, like, not really a comic book movie. Right. But anyway, welcome to the Evans list, Rosario Dawson. I think she still makes it. Um... Any thoughts on that? I don't know. I, I, have you even heard her voice acting? She's got a nice voice. She does have a nice voice. I don't. Know, I'm not aware of any previous voice acting that she's done. And you would if know. She has. I haven't heard it. Yeah. Um, she. I like her voice. It's not terribly distinctive uh, Ooh, to wow. me. So. Turning uh, Rosario but, Dawson. <laughs> but that being said, I'm sure she'll do a great job. Um, that's cool. I think. Uh, you know, I you know what I think with really this is indicative of is that the actors out there in Hollywood or or maybe their agents are saying, hey, hey, if it's a superhero property and we can get it, you do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything because except because, Dark Hawk. <clears throat> uh, dark Dark what now? <laughs> except for Dark Hawk. Oh, Dark Hawk. Okay. Right. Um, what do you think I said? So yeah. No. That's no fine. Oh no. That's fine. Um, <laughs> you know what I think. Rosario Dawson would be really good in is uh, Why the Last Man. There you go. <laughs> that's a good. I like that take. I, uh, I think uh, I think that's inspired. So. All right. Well, the uh, next bit of yeah, casting you, news. You, I'm gonna let you, you take. Well, just real quick. Do you have any uh, thoughts on Rosario? Dawson? I like. I like. I've always liked Rosario Dawson. I uh, a friend of mine. Well, actually, I'll name her because you know it's Christine and she's been on the show before. Uh, made a good point, she which was. is why is yeah. Matt Murdock interested in some skinny white bitch when he's got Rosario Dawson. Potentially Rosario Dawson. <laughs> it's true. Well, you know, the thing is, he was kind of, uh, he was kind of linked up to her for a little bit in the show. So, I don't know, maybe, maybe they'll, uh, they'll, they'll revisit that story arc. We will see. Game. But, uh, yeah, no, I've uh, always been a fan of Rosario Dawson. And, um, wish her the best of luck. I think she's great. I'm sure she'll be great. Uh, another casting news. Uh, so the 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 uh, I would say withered project that is the Gambit movie uh, finally might have a director. Apparently, Doug Lyman of the Bourne Identity, Go, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Swingers, I believe was his directorial debut, uh, is in talks to direct Gambit. What do you think about that? Um, I mean, that guy's trajectory's kind of been all over the place. Go is a movie I haven't watched in quite a while. I did enjoy Swingers. Um, it's, yeah, it's hard for me to picture, like, what this guy would bring to the Gambit scene. That movie, though, <laughs> I still have reservations about if a Gambit movie's going to be good or not. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm, I, so much I'm of right it, I just, I, I don't know, I just picture, like, the worst new orleans accent the accent oh i know but um i, I mean I, I do like channing tatum i think you know he's he really is like made to be like a superhero character i think you know he's got charisma Just, but he's also like believable as someone who's like you know in great shape and can he's be got really the physicality athletic. yeah um so that aspect of it makes me interested in the story but i just i don't know man i don't I don't even know where they're going to go with it. I don't know who the villain's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be tied into, like, the X-Men universe at all, or if it's going to feel, like, really separate from it. Yeah, I don't know who the director is. I don't know. (laughs) 
What? Uh, so we don't know who the director is going to be. We don't yet, know who the director is going to be. And this, I mean, uh, this movie's already almost fallen apart a couple of times. So uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> there's no. Guarantee it's precarious. It's even going to happen. Uh, but uh, hey, I guess if you really want the Gambit movie to happen, the fact that they're even talking about a director is a good sign. So uh, I guess take so, it for what it is. On the on the topic of his accent, and I do agree that that's going to be a really tricky thing to do. What if when when Tatum comes out and we see the first trailer and he talks and he's just like, my cards, my cards, my cards, my Steve, Steve. Are you doing a British accent? Because that's a, that doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, no, that they made it like they're yeah. gonna make him British, even though it's set in New Orleans. No, 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 that like they, that's that's the best he can do is oh like he can't do the accent <laughs> at all like i i think you know fine go for it try it out do a couple tests with it if it's not working yeah. just just scrap just it just drop it like we don't just need drop it. it it's fine people are gonna get I've mad met people, people from new orleans mad, they don't just, all talk like that it's they it's don't. totally fine a lot of them do but a lot, a lot of them do <laughs> but they don't a lot of them do i've been there a lot of them do but but not all and yeah. people will get mad that the hardcore nerdies are gonna get mad but that's fine. Let them be mad. They'll get over it. Because if it's distracting, it's going to ruin the whole film. It's going to absolutely ruin it. All right, man. Well, we are... That was a short trip, but worth leaving it. Leaving Casting Corner. Bye, guys. Later, guys. Be a... Later. Casting Corner people. The the townsfolk of Casting Corner. They're all know. waving at us. Oh, so awkward. And we come to the end of our journey, my friend. But before we bid adieu... To the wonderful people of the comic book characters universe. Let's talk Godzilla versus King Kong. Oh man, what a way to go out. We talked about this mm. before on the show, but now it's yeah. confirmed. And all we gotta yep. do is wait five years for it. All we have to do is not die in the next five years. Not die in the next five years, and then we're gonna get to see Godzilla presumably beat the shit out of King Kong. <laughs> yeah um that's still and we really don't know at this point and of course it's five years away so why should we know right but i mean the size discrepancy is to the point where it would be ridiculous they're gonna have to address that somehow the only way that they can keep the sizes as is is if somehow they man like the government or somebody helps king kong and they launch him into the throat of godzilla (laughs) And have King Kong kind of try to punch his way back out. Oh, that could be interesting. Or the Godzilla in the King Kong versus Godzilla movie is actually not Godzilla, but a little babyzilla. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So he's younger and he's smaller. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, if it's like, if it's like the legit Godzilla, like, can you imagine? Like, I wish we could have like inner thought bubbles where like Godzilla, fresh <laughs> off a battle with Mothra, is like, wait, wait, what? This is the guy I'm supposed to fight? And, I mean, and King Kong just literally, no, not even a thought bubble, just literally shits a brick. Yeah. Just plunk. Yeah, it's not going to be much of a fight. Um, but but I still want to see the shit out of it. Like, I, I really oh, want yeah. to watch it. I, like, I know that's five years away, but maybe we should start making plans to try to see that movie together. Oh, we definitely will. I think that would be a good one. Um, although honestly, I hope it turns out a lot better than our previous uh, crossover franchise movie-going experience. Oh, are we talking about Predator versus Alien versus Predator? Alien versus Predator. That was rough. So, um, so this is, <laughs> but I mean, Freddy versus Jason still holds up 
as oh yeah, one of I the just best saw that the other day. Bad it's good. That's I've a good seen. movie. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's great. It's, it's like enjoyable. it's really entertaining. It's really entertaining. So hopefully, King Kong versus Godzilla is more like Freddy versus Jason and less like Alien versus Predator. Uh, here's the other thing. I don't. I don't think you saw. Did you see the the most recent Godzilla film? No, I haven't actually. Okay, it's it's. Uh, I don't know that I can recommend it. It's really slow, but in the movie, Godzilla takes on three big creatures. Three of them, right? Mothra? They're gigantic. They're like bigger than he is. No, I don't. I don't think they name them necessarily. It's like Mothra Jace, I believe. It is Mothra Jace. Um, but he, and and he does he fares well. He's fine. So the fact that he already took on three other large characters, yeah. moving down to you know King Kong. You know, I don't know. I feel like that's like Ronda Rousey moving down to fight Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> the best thing is if you, <laughs> and maybe I should do this. That's a really good. That's a really good uh, analogy, by the way. Uh, Thank you. Especially because Ronda Rousey actually like trolled the hell out of him, and I, I loved every second of it. But um, yeah. there is a. If you go online, you can find a trailer for Godzilla where it's like the skyline, the city skyline. Then you see Godzilla walking in the in the distance. Mm-hmm. And I, what I should do is just Photoshop, like King Kong, onto like the top of one of the towers, and like he would he would be like one one hundredth of the size of Godzilla. Like it's not even yeah. close. So yeah, um, yeah I'm know. almost I'm almost more excited about how they're gonna explain that than the actual movie. I mean, I'm excited about the movie, but I'm really curious as to what they're gonna do to make these characters work within the same film within the same universe. Yeah, I'm sure they can do it. um, And, you know, the thing is with, like, versus movies is, like, as cool as it is, in the end, you you know that no one's going to actually win, right? Like, they're both going to probably survive. Um, Most likely. But then again, I don't know. King Kong does die at the end of movies. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of what he's known for. Falling off of things. So maybe he's the first one to actually, like, lose. I mean, that would be... Freddy did get his head cut off. But, yeah, but he winks at the camera. Know, so kind of winked at the end. He's still alive. And he lives in our dreams, so can you even really kill a guy? Don't let your dreams be dreams. <laughs> Just... <laughs> what a way to end this episode. Uh, that was great, man. Um, all right, guys. Well, I guess we will catch you guys next week. Until then, the Fortress of Potitude is closed. Stay super, everyone.